Hello, welcome to Roll for Friendship. Just a quick announcement before we jump into the episode. We typically keep our episodes pretty family friendly and safe for you to listen to in front of your children. This, however, is not one of those episodes. We have a special guest on uh, and things get rowdy. So this episode is not family friendly. It has quite a lot of coarse language uh, and quite a few explicit jokes. So if you're a child or you are listening with children, would recommend skipping over this one, but otherwise dive in because it is a lot of fun. Okay, now on to the episode. Welcome, listeners. It is ho ho hot out there, so you know what that means. <laughs> it means it's holiday time. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Candle Nights, Happy Child's Eve, whatever you celebrate. We are celebrating here on Roll for Friendship today with our Christmas-themed episode. Uh, I am your guide, Jim McIntyre. With me, playing Hatchet Farmer, is John Pass. Hello. And playing Frank Farmer is John uh, Jesse Pass. <laughs> it's John Pass as well. No, I get hi. you guys mixed up. Uh, and introducing Tilda Swinton, <laughs> Abdul Aziz. Hello, I'm playing Tilda Swinton. <laughs> For, should I read my profile again? You guys seem to really enjoy it before the show yeah, starts. <laughs> yeah, introduce your character to us. Hello, my name is Tilda Swinton. He, him. <laughs> I'm a 52-year-old person who stands at 5'4". I'm the party's doctor. And when people see me, they first notice my huge pecs. Uh, face doesn't matter because my pecs are fucking huge. <laughs> and my vibe is that I have fat pec energy. I wear a tank top with really skinny straps with just the word pump written on it. (laughs) And I also have a pair of loose basketball shorts on. And then in parentheses, I put the mesh kind because that detail is important. Uh, And I move with a slithering grace. Uh, Naturally, I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where my people are known for creating muscle milk. Uh, (laughs) I believe in lifting, pressing, gaining, and oil, uh, but my loose ankles can get in my way. Uh, I dream of genie. And then in parentheses, it says my ex. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I look forward to us having to deal with the repercussions of there being a Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale existing. I uh, might be from another world. <laughs> I've yep. come here from a pocket dimension. My name is Tilda Swinton. We had a guest on in our first season who introduced us to Pound Town, and we just had to deal with there being a Pound Town in our world <laughs> ever since. Um, and your inventory, do you want to tell us what your items are that you have? 
Oh, weapons. yeah. Uh, uh, you have a jug of creatine powder uh, that is a bludgeoning weapon, or you could use it as creatine powder if you want. <laughs> uh, and then I also carry around Arnold Schwarzenegger's biography, which is also a bludgeoning weapon. But there's also a knife in the spine that you can make you can make it shoot out like Will Smith's boots, for, <laughs> the knife in Will Smith's boots from Wild Wild West. <laughs> What a strange yeah, pop yeah. <laughs> The beloved movie, Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Actually, I, you know what? I knew where you were not headed. the first time it's come up in the podcast, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. Okay. Uh, let me do a quick recap of where things were at, uh, and then we will go from there. So, the brothers Hatchet and Frank are fate spinners, chosen by the god of the fates, Zagoras, to disrupt the plans of the rest of the gods who sacrificed their lives to bring about creation, a sacrifice which Zagoras has described as an investment. After bringing a goddess back to life and bringing down a kingdom, alongside their horse-sized badger, Rufio, they seek to save their hometown and rescue their half-brother from followers of a goddess who wants them dead, and also survive the bandit king who has paid for Frank to be killed. Firstly, though, an old friend slash acquaintance has a job for them. Uh, so in the last episode, you guys rolled into a city where you're wanted dead and promptly announced yourselves at the gates. So uh, you have been given a job to get yourselves out of the city for a couple of days just to let things cool down uh, so people don't, like, maybe people think that Hatchet and Frank have left the city before you go back. So we're going to pick up with the three of you and one other figure sitting around a campfire. Obviously, Rufio, the horse-sized badger, is there as well. Uh, Rufio is always with us. Yes. Uh, And the fourth figure at the campfire uh, is a man in uh, long, flowing purple robe. Like, it flows beyond his feet. Uh, And a large purple hat as well that also flows down to his middle and how <laughs> and how how which part of the hat like the tip or the yeah the tip it's like one of those sleeping caps okay but wizardy <laughs> you won me back he's a little sleepy yeah, guy it's a sleeping wizard yeah but it's got stars on it um and the wizard leans forward uh and, and looks at tilda swinton in his uh, flashy attire and Hatchet and Frank uh, and says well we have quite the job ahead of us we need to get in to the eternal party extract the brother uh, and get out safely so let's do some world building because uh, let's talk about what the eternal party is Uh we obviously have dead gods' bodies all over the world that take different forms. We've had a university. We've had other things. We've um, had the sea. We've had a tree, which makes people evil. Yeah, that's right. Oh, a midnight tree. Cool. Yeah, and it makes like animals evil too. Turns tell birds me, big. Tell me more of this, because I assume that the dead gods, when you guys were telling me about it, that it was like the the same way that like the gods of Egypt, like. You can bleep this, but they jizz the world into creation or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I assumed it was like that where the whole world was their bodies. 
Yeah, imagine that, except but they are the jizz. So. No, I think that they like made the creation and then like their bodies kind of are in different forms throughout Around. the world. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, like one is a giant tree that shrouds like a lot of distance in uh, permanent darkness. Uh, one was, yeah, a university. And then within those uh, bodies, there tends to be what we discovered with the university is like the heart of the God. And there is like some fragment of the dead God uh, in there that is not uh, like aware really. Uh, and yeah, each of the bodies kind of have different effects. So there is the God of celebration whose name is Hala. Oh. Ah. Short for oh. Hullabaloo. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to say like hallelujah or some sort of... No. No. So the body of Hala has a party that is 24-7. The eternal party uh, it rages around Hala's body. But I want to talk about like what does the holiday celebration look like in this world? It is definitely during summer, like just like in Australia, Christmas is... <laughs> When it's real hot. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, Abdul. Like in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Australia. You're familiar. Oh, um, it's getting warm outside. You better get a mug of cold milk. <laughs> the weather outside is frightful because uh, there is a fucking sandstorm <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe exactly. part of the eternal party is that it is like there is some sort of sandstorm or something like that that makes it hard to leave. Oh yeah, it's it's, yep. it's um Darude sandstorm they call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so uh, that's why like people tend to stay because they're like, ah, oh, it's gonna kind of harsh the vibe if I go out into a sandstorm to get out of here. So yeah, you know, Is this guy's body like a building, or are they in the de- in a carcass of a of a guy? It's kind of like a vibe, I think. Well, I don't be, think ever, we haven't had one where it's like, you know, that is definitely like the body of a god. I think it's more just like there's a general atmosphere and somewhere here you you like there is some essence of that god. When I was a kid, uh then this is uh this is till this went and talking. He's like, <laughs> "When I was a kid, uh one time I found a body in the play place of um of a McDonald's uh in a McDonald's play place uh in Fort Lauderdale." And that was a type of party in and of itself. <laughs> it was memorable. And there was a kid's birthday party happening at the same time. <laughs> Just around the body. Uh, yeah. So I think... I think yeah, oh, Jesse. Sorry. In my mind, I, I had like... Um, you know, like it kind of reminded me of like the lotus flower thing that in, in mythology. I don't know if... You're familiar with like the 24-7 party thing where you go, I think it's Greek mythology. I could be wrong. Um, and they go there and the, there's like a lotus flower that you eat or like partake of. And then um, you forget that you've been there for a long time oh. and you end up spending eternity and you mm-hmm. keep drinking or eating. And so I was thinking that maybe they have like water that's been contaminated by the God or mm-hmm. something. And so they're actually like partying all the time. <laughs> Yeah, sounds like, like everyone's doing Molly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> much. Sounds like there's ecstasy in the water. Uh, but Ooh, I'm so thirsty. I need some more of this Molly water. <laughs> and then the Molly makes you thirsty. So That's you have what, to drink more. Yeah. yeah. 
It That's just what gets their you priests like that. are called Molly priests. They're called Mollies. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, but let's talk about what the holidays looks like because I think that the eternal party is all the time, but there's like a pilgrimage that happens at this world's like Christmas celebration, uh, which is obviously not Christmas. Uh, but like maybe it is like a celebration of the sacrifice of the gods. Any wow, such a stud! It's such a stud step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's you guys. What are do you guys have other holidays that are in this world that you guys have talked about? Uh, no, this is. Oh, hang on, we do, we do. We've got spring oh, fest yeah. and summer fest. That's true. Yeah, we do so season based. <laughs> season yeah. based. Of- Very agnostic. Uh, celebrations. Yeah, we just celebrated Summerfest, actually. Yeah, I think that was a very local thing. Though. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I'd say I'd say like when the weather is good in that area, they celebrate or something like that. It's like a okay, it's like a cool. seasonal thing. Yeah, and this is a hot, this is a hot kind of celebration. Yeah, <laughs> the oh, best hot. kind of celebration. It's how hot temperature wise, or. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like a hot Christmas. You guys were saying it's hot Christmas like in Australia, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know. And like, also hot in the sense that everyone seems to be on ecstasy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so maybe like I'll just throw something out, but if anyone has any other thoughts. I mean, maybe it's just like um No, I don't I don't love like resurrection day. That feels like that has some different <laughs> <laughs> we're doing easter yeah um and they're not resurrecting they're all dead so i guess like sacrifice day but then it like sounds too like serious and austere when yeah when like everyone's pilgrimaging to the eternal party like yeah uh is there like a fun way to say all of these people are dead <laughs> Hey, all these people are dead. Hooray. Like <laughs> um, is there a best way to celebrate the collective death of a pantheon of gods? Uh, dead they God Tuesday. Well, dude, the way they, that they, they die kinda, is they, they kind of gave themselves they up push, to, yeah, to yeah, they, the world, they, I think, is the implication. Yeah. But Jim might be the best. Yeah. So no, I guess it's like creation, like it's a celebration of creation. Ah, uh, yeah. Could just be what like about creation just creation day? day? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I like creation day. Yeah. Earth day. <laughs> Earth day. Earth hour. Creation Thursday. Okay. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah. Creation Thursday. Yeah. It's called Super Tuesday. <laughs> Super Tuesday. <laughs> That's the two days before when you have to like make your pilgrimage. And it's a really yeah. long journey. It's like, oh, yep. fuck. It's a super Usually Tuesday. the midterm elections fall on the same day. <laughs> Do you guys know anything about American politics? Uh, like shockingly, more than we should, I think, is yeah, the I answer to yeah. that question. An unfortunate <laughs> amount. Um, our yeah. own system is so bland and banal that you know yeah. we just got to get our kicks somewhere. And yeah. it's the yeah. same. It's the same in Canada, uh, but also in Canada, uh, we're culturally similar enough to the states that there's a bunch of people doing uh, cosplay as. You U.S. senators and stuff, where everyone's just like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, yeah, we got the same. We got people cosplaying as American conspiracy theorists. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, sure. <laughs> uh, dangerous territory. Okay, yeah. Where we're at, 
so we went with Creation Thursday. Is that where we've landed? Yeah. yeah. And Super Tuesday is like the, the Christmas yes. Eve type thing. Yeah, Super Tuesday. <laughs> Super Tuesday goes for a couple of days. It usually starts at Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So they call it Super at Creation Thursday. That's right. They yeah. call it Super Tuesday because there is no Wednesday that week. And immediately yes. before that is Pumpkin Spice Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin Spice is in Fortnite? They've <laughs> <laughs> got everything now. Okay. So, yeah, I think that what is the celebration of Celebration Thursday look like? Oh, it's Celebration Thursday now. Sorry. Uh, creation. Creation Thursday, yeah. Thanks. So I think cool. if there's a pilgrimage, I like the idea that like, I, I think like the general populace don't understand that like there are bodies of dead gods everywhere. So they don't oh. really understand the influence of it. Yeah, but so maybe there's more, like, more culturally connected people. Yeah, like, maybe. I, I think it's just generally not understood. But I think people like tend to bring something that they're area is known for like to the pilgrimage like that's part of it is like it's like i'm going to represent like it's more about representation of your um locality or whatever to be like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna bring a murderous bird from the murder tree so it's like a potluck is what you're telling me (laughs) it's basically burning man is what it seems like we're creating (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, everyone comes they make their own kind of piece of they do like a bunch art. of molly <laughs> that represents everyone's on ecstasy there's a sandstorm <laughs> on the there's a sandstorm happening it makes it really hard it's really hard to leave it happens in the middle of the desert and also they do a giant uh, uh, like <laughs> effigy sculpture, effigy of hella hella <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's that got slightly pan religious connotations. Totally, and they set fire to it at the end of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Maybe, maybe Super Tuesday takes place on one week, and then Celebration Thursday is on another week. But it feels like the same week. Yeah, yeah. there's like it's I just feel like, like you time, just lose a week. Yeah, time and space get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's exactly like the week between New Year's and Christmas, where it's just like. It's it's the void. Like you wake up at like twelve and you're like, oh, where am I? <laughs> Which makes it easy for the pilgrimage because the people don't even remember traveling. I think yeah, there was I don't some. Know if this... Sorry, go ahead. I was just thinking that would that would make sense for like it happening every year and people kind of just forget that it like it it's a bit of a blur. They just remember one or two days worth of it, but it actually takes like two weeks. Yeah, it would be kind of cool if there were like effects of it where it's like there, it does fuck with like the linear progression of time. (laughs) So the like creation Thursday celebration, like they kind of like overlap on top of each other where it's like, you can be like, I swear to God, I saw like my mom at creation Tuesday and she was young. It was fucked. <laughs> I was maybe the Molly, but I don't, that's like a weird thing for a drug to do to me. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, it's the eternal party. So maybe this party has been going on from the oh, first Super Tuesday. It's like a, and it's just this, it's either a time dilation thing. Yeah. Or the party has just never ended. And, there are people there who still think it is the first creation Thursday. Oh yeah. Like Maybe. they still think they're in the middle of that one week. Yeah, I like yeah. the idea that it's like in the middle of time and it just like is a place in maybe it's Well, like I think no one's quite sure. Dimension. Like like some people have come out of it and they're like, I don't actually know if I was only in there for a week or if I was in there for a month. Like like yeah. 
there's this w- weird thing of not knowing because like I, ha- I don't feel like I've aged a month but maybe I was in there a month like it's I guess it's a philosophical thing at that point of like if time's passed without you but... do you ever go one month and go oh I've aged a month because <laughs> I don't <laughs> know if I ever feel that way um, all right so let's pick back up at our um, campfire so I think that you have all had the job explained to you which is that um, because people often go and they come back from the eternal party, but sometimes people don't return uh, and you have been hired by a name. Wasn't it Theodora that we were talking well, about? Well, Theodora is the fixer. Like she's set up the job. You've been hired right. by... Um, who's purple Who's purple oh, wizard here? Purple wizard. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to purple wizard. He's in a fucking Snuggie and he's got a Snuggie <laughs> for a hat. Next to a fire, it's dangerous. <laughs> this guy has so much fabric on him, it's insane. <laughs> You've been hired by Estella. That's dude, dude, what's your deal? Why do you have so much fabric on you? <laughs> uh, the wizard leans in and says, Get cold out here at night by yourself. Uh, and he, he winks. Wait, what? <laughs> dude, are you trying to fuck me? I... <laughs> uh uh, so, yeah, you know that you've been hired by Estella uh, to infiltrate the Eternal Party, well, attend, I guess, show up, uh, and extract Estella's brother, uh, Raph. Are you Estella? Tilda points <laughs> at the Purple Wizard. <laughs> is your name? Who's Estella? <laughs> I don't know who Estella is. I don't actually even really know how I got here. <laughs> do, do, do Hatch and Frank know who the wizard is? Yeah, so I think that, like, Theodora has told you that there's, like, four of you on this job. So, like, uh, Tilda, the wizard, and the two of you have all been uh, hired for this job. Uh, and the wizard says, My name is Jamie, and I... I'm going to lead us to success on this is job. Your, was that a fantasy random? name generator? Or was yeah, that yeah it was actually. a name generator. <laughs> and Jamie was the first fantasy name that came up. Is, your, is your random name generator my second grade yearbook? <laughs> <laughs> that would make for a great random name generator. <laughs> Jamie gives you a little bit more information. Uh, and Jamie says... The priests of Hula have become a lot more involved in the celebration. I believe they're called Mollies. Uh, and <laughs> they are bringing people into, like, leaving people out in a pre party and then bringing some people in to the main party. Oh, it's like the cool party. There's a VIP party at this yeah. place. Yeah. Oh, you've been, have you? No, no I'm just... It's just a lot of Fort Lauderdale parties are <laughs> like <laughs> these tiered things where you have to prove that you're cool enough to get into the inner one. And then there's another inner one. It's like levels of hell. There's like seven levels of party. It's yeah. like it's- levels of hell or like... Um, you know, uh, Tootsie Rolls. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jamie says, at my parties, everyone's a VIP. And we he waits. We show up and we say, how many leads to get to the center of this Tootsie Roll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how many... <laughs> How much? How many times do I have to lick you to get into the good part? <laughs> uh, 
Jamie blushes. So, <laughs> uh, he says, what is our plan? How are we going to go in hard and fast or go in slow and I think, tender? Yeah, I think that uh, maybe we could do it, uh, you know, Frank and Hatchet style and just kind of uh, go in without a plan and, and just use our abilities to get out. I know we've got a... I, I, a new person here, Tilda. I've never actually. Do we know each other? And, and Jamie. I, I mean, I'm loving Tilda's vibe, but I'm not sure about this Jamie fellow. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe um, lose some fabric, maybe. I, I'm with Tilda. You got a lot of fabric on you. Yeah, try and get this much fabric, Tilda says, and he points at his own tank top, which is <laughs> just too. It seems like it's losing, uh, like, consi- like. Consistency as time goes on, <laughs> but it seems to be <laughs> yeah, the, the just, V is getting deeper and deeper, and it's like just like it seems like it's mostly just like floss at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's becoming mesh, like the basketball shorts. <laughs> mesh, <laughs> mesh. It's a very uh, mesh vibe. Okay, uh, so the plan is to just go in with no plan uh, and uh, just Frank and Hatchet style. Well, do yeah. we know where the brother is? We assume. At the in the full party, yeah, you know, you don't know anything beyond the brother is at the party and hasn't returned for what is presumed to be several years. Uh, oh, time shit. is funny. <laughs> Do we tie a rope around one of our feet and then? Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I was just going to say that the way we've built this uh, world, the party thing, it seems like we can't really go in with much of a plan because it's just this like thing that exists, right? Just kind of go in and figure it out. Sure. We could go in and figure it out for sure. But we could, uh, yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I don't do a lot of planning regularly. Tilda, this is Tilda. (laughs) He's like, I don't know you guys, but, and it seems, Jamie said that you guys don't really plan either. So it seems like we're all kind of on the same page with this. We don't really plan anything. You guys got a huge badger. What is that guy's deal? Does he talk or what? Oh, yeah. So um, we picked up Rufio on our first adventure, um, and he is Hatchet's companion. Um, oh. But I can, I have the ability <laughs> to. Whoa! Oh, it's it's uh, not <laughs> like that. Like, like whoa! Yeah. <laughs> He's my. Well, I only partner. make him. Ho- it's not weird. We we only make him horse size to ride him. So <laughs> two towns and things. I feel like maybe we got off on the wrong foot there. I know very little about you guys and how you live your lives. And I also don't know what's normal in this world. So, because I'm from Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> but Fort Lauderdale has a real anything goes kind of vibe. So I do not judge. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we, we have a, a whole size badger, but also he can be normal sized if we. Uh, I I use my ability to make him normal sized or mouse sized if we have to do pocket things. Oh shit! Yeah, he's yeah, kind he's of a, a utilitarian badger. Is he like super smart or anything? Um, well, like he's Hatchet badger. can can um, use abilities to talk through him or things like he that. He does with. have like flames of shadow coming off of him, but other yeah. than that, is a like normal badger. He's just metal. <laughs> he's not like a genius. He's starting to be pulled from our plane of existence, but you know. Yeah, other than that, normal badger. Pulled from our plane of existence into where? Sorry. Uh, His his plane of existence. (laughs) We're not really sure. uh, We picked him up. So when we first played this game, it was uh, in a a 
like we're like pocket jumping dimension. back and forth between talking as characters. And oh talking no, 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 as ourselves. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. He. It sounds like Abdul kind of wants to know what what where this badger I, comes from. He's cool. I'm super but, interested. Um, the first mission that we did was Magic Mountain, and um, he came from inside there. Mis- yeah, what's like a mischief mountain? Mischief mountain? Treasure yeah. mountain? Yeah, one of those things. It's and irrelevant. He came from inside there. It's relevant. It's like a magic. Is it a magic version of Disney World? It sounds like that. <laughs> kind of. When you it's first only. actually, when we first came out to the town, there was two children singing "It's a Small World After All." Oh, and it was weird. <laughs> that is weird. That but they were more wrong. speaking about the world that we were in at the time. Like it's a small pocket dimension after all. <laughs> cool. So let's go to the party. Uh, so I think the the last Hold thing on. that is this Jamie guy actually coming with us? Yeah, yeah. So the last thing I don't Jamie know if this says, is harsh our vibes. The last thing Jamie says, he stands uh, and like smooths out his uh, long flowing robes, uh, and then after smoothing them out, picks them up uh, and like sort of holds it around his knees so that he can walk. Yeah, uh, like he's curtsying twenty four seven. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a long train that's dragging at the back of the robe. Uh, and Jamie says, all right, no plan. I will just lead us to success on this venture. I am an experienced adventurer and I will lead us. So follow my lead. Frank looks over at Hatchet and he's like, um, Jamie's going to die. Actually, <laughs> I, I think Jamie's going to die. I think he's just going to get in a drug addled uh fugue state and we'll, well probably lose probably... him in the first five minutes yeah that would probably be the ideal situation but or um... we'll lose him in his bloody robes oh yeah actually i'd like to see what jamie looks like under those robes if <laughs> i mean <laughs> i'm uh, I'm the 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 I was heist crew i've ever worked with <laughs> Still, this is—he's like, and I'm from fucking Fort Lauderdale, Florida, dude. You have no idea how horny everyone is there. There is like, ge- genuinely, there's something wrong with that place. <laughs> they drink muscle milk for breakfast. <laughs> okay, so you guys are at the uh, outside of the party. So I think where the party is taking place, um, I think it is in a big desert, but there is a ginormous building in the middle of the desert uh that is leaf shaped Uh, i think it's like just a a pitch i think it'd be cool if it was like a concentric like coliseum type thing so it was like a tiered coliseum so all right and and the parties took place like in these like different tiers yeah yeah you have to get to the top that's right yeah Yeah. Yeah, classic video game style (laughs) it's a very uh game of death yeah yeah all right, perfect. We are Bruce Lee, and we have to fight our way through. Yeah, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is at the at top. At the top, yeah. It's like the raid. Okay. It's like Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you want to throw out a reference to Jesse? Uh, it's like a... Um, uh, it's like a piano. Because there's <laughs> one beside me, I don't know. <laughs> like Tower of Babel. It's like well, I guess cake. it is like a piano. The, the further you get, the, the higher than it's... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we got there. We got there. I, I was listening right, cool, and I cool, was cool, like cool. enjoying, but I had nothing. So, uh, yeah, I think you are outside of the party coliseum. Uh, <laughs> Until the points at it and goes, oh, shit, look, it's a piano. <laughs> <laughs> 
That looks absolutely nothing like a piano. But nah, fuck, dude. Let's look. It looks like a piano. Hatcher looks very closely on like the third ring up. There is just like a massive piano. Yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the piano party. Yeah, that's um, it. Gets it gets cool real classy. Yeah, it gets real classy about three rings up, and then it just devolves. Well, like in that's the- actually how it goes <laughs> when parties. You know, they think they're classy, and then you get a couple tears in, and it's way more. It's the fourth ring right above the piano is a high school jazz band display. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Battle of the Bands yeah. forever. There is a battle of the bands happening. <laughs> Always, eternal battle. Of the There's no winner. Yeah, because it's all marching bands. <laughs> it's battle so of the marching bands. You can hear it from where you are, uh, but you do hear music from where you are. So I think you are outside of this coliseum. Uh, there is like gigantic pillars on either side of the entranceway, uh, and you see two of the priests, two of the mollies, uh, standing beside. <laughs> the pillars there is a crowd of people approaching the priests uh and being checked for any weapons before heading into the party uh any Have weapons we are- through the sandstorm yet? yeah yeah you it was a time dilation thing you don't remember getting through the sandstorm you <laughs> probably did <laughs> You're still no, finding no. sand in places, so you just cop out. <laughs> You're like, I mean, this podcast is going too slow. I need to speed you up. I'm just going to get you through the sandstorm without saying anything. I'm like aware of the amount of time that we have, so I'm like, got to get us into the party. I'm not in a huge rush. <laughs> I right. we just, I think, all have our children arriving back home at okay, fair um, enough. sometime. I'm good because but- we're a bunch of dads. Yep. Bunch of dads. <laughs> Bunch of dads. Which was an alternative podcast name. Yeah, all of them. All of us. Oh, cool. To one. <laughs> to one child. <laughs> I told you they were deeply related. The priests are checking people from the weapons and kind of ushering them through the doors. Uh, you approach the two priests. Um, one is a centaur uh, and one is a goblin. Uh, and sick. they are like, any weapons? That's the centaur. That's the centaur? <laughs> <laughs> I was raised by goblins. <laughs> That's um, why you're working security. It's like a goblin trade. Hatchet flexes. He's like, can I check these in? Uh, they both look at you confused. Uh, the centaur reaches out and squeezes your arms. <laughs> Careful. They're loaded. Tilda leans into Frank and is like, are his arms guns or what's happening? <laughs> uh, he's, he's just incredibly capable. Um, he, he does things with his <laughs> weapons, arms, his fists. Uh, the goblin priest says, you want to party or what? Can oh, yeah. we assume that we actually just left? Like, we would have known this, right, ahead yeah. of coming. So we yeah, probably yeah. would have just left most of our, our actual weapons I think back so. with um, Theodora. Um, what about stuff that we own that looks nothing like a weapon? Yeah, like what? Like Chaos Pearls or um, what else do we have that's um, look not a weapon? None, none of my weapons look like weapons. That's yeah, what I was no, just thinking. A jug yeah. of creatine powder and yeah. this Arnold Schwarzenegger... 
biography that has a knife that pops out of it. Like, will if I had to guess where a knife might pop out? A book is not where I'd expect first. <laughs> I would probably expect it the jug first before yeah. I expect it from the book. There is a knife in the creatine powder as well. <laughs> the scoop. The scoop is sharpened. The scoop. It's like yeah. a shank. <laughs> Dude, I got knives where you wouldn't believe. You, <laughs> there's not a lot of places for me to hide it, but and then he like he opens his pecs and a bunch of knives clatter out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, fold. Yeah, the, the, whatever folds the pe- the ju- the fat pecs that I have created. <laughs> the centaur gets out a broom and sweeps up the knives that have clattered on the floor. But I think the, other than that, like your creatine powder and your book get in. I think the Chaos Pearls are fine, Jesse. Um, I don't know that John has anything that is a weapon that doesn't look like a weapon. I would have left my bow and my whip and uh, you could have done the, the dagger, you, the magic dagger we would have left back in Caldon. You've got your belt of giant strength, though. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a weapon. Just no, It looks like right. a wrestling belt. I'm saying you can have that. Yeah. Actually, we decided it didn't look like a wrestling belt. I think it's gone back and forth. It doesn't go with my swashbuckling vibe. Okay, so you are ushered in to the first tier of the party and there is some like chill house music going on. Uh, People are having low-key fun. You see uh, groups of people mingling and chatting in quiet conversation. Uh, Over to the side, you see some people playing uh, Jenga. (laughs) So this like is the giant Jenga or, or tiny Jenga? Like regular size Jenga. Regular size Jenga. Wow. So this is the this is the virgin party. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is There's actually a- I was gonna say this is like youth group, right? <laughs> there- there's a couch uh, where people seem to be having intellectual, deep and meaningful conversations. Uh, and throughout you also see uh, the priests and priestesses uh, sort of walking around handing out Red cups. Ooh. Are we canonically saying that they're just giving everybody MDMA? I mean, it's not it's <laughs> not it's MDMA, just... but they are they are giving out beverages. Uh, and Jamie stands beside you, scoops up a red cup as a um, waiter walks past. Well, sorry, okay. a priest, uh, and downs the cup in one go. Oh, dude, what of the course. fuck are that you doing? Was, <laughs> that was very in- inadvisable. <laughs> Um, what? I wish I was money thirsty. on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see you at the end of the trip, I guess. <laughs> Did anyone talk to Theodora? Do we have to bring him back with us? Was he? In- that wasn't part of the job, was it? Was Was he important? Or as the three of you converse, you look down and Jamie is passed out at your feet. Oh, passed out. That's feeling than- his feeling his body. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing. He's doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and is like <laughs> while he's doing that is also talking a, um, just like inane party chatter, like to himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I feel like we should probably like put him somewhere and just get him in a safe spot and then leave him and come back for him. The maybe because I don't want this to be like a reverse him. reverse rescue mission where we go somewhere and leave someone somewhere. While you're having that conversation, uh, the centaur, who seems to have rotated off uh, of door duty, scoops up Jamie and says, it's, uh, 
I've got to remember my goblin centaur voice. <laughs> well, take care of him. Oh, that's what does that mean? That's convenient. Does that, that mean that very we can come and pick him up after we're done here? At lost and found, sure. Sure. Lost, I, oh, and lost and found, okay. What sort of things? <laughs> I kind of want to go there just to see what's there, but. That's actually Frank. Frank? Is that yeah, your name? Frank's, yeah, we Frank's got a high We literally just met. Dylan's uh, <laughs> like, that's actually a good point. Lost and Found seems like a cool place. There might be useful stuff in there. Yeah. Can we go to Lost and Found and just make sure that he's okay? Make sure it's a safe spot for him to be as well? You, you can, but it seems like a big waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone lost a ticket to the inner party. Uh, no, you can't get into the inner party unless you're invited. <laughs> How do we get invited? Party. Oh, okay. And then Frank starts to dance and just pump, pump his fists. Yep. Okay, so you're dancing? Yeah. Yep. Brilliant. What are the other two of you doing? Yeah, in a moment. For dancing? Yeah, I'll give you a roll for dancing. Okay. I think we'll. I'll, I'll say to to Tilda, let's let Frank dance for a little while. Maybe we can just look for an entrance on the way out. There's got to be a way through to the next layer, right? Yeah, it sounds good. Uh, I, my experience of parties is that uh, shit. Uh, I Abdul have not been to a lot of parties, so this is really hard improv for me. <laughs> it's a fantasy world. Anything, yeah, can this can happen. Okay, what do I imagine parties are like? <laughs> uh, my experience of parties is that you know, uh, there's uh, like. It, um, some kind of like if you make yourself like if you're super hot and also you're just like uh, kind of unattainable, then people kind of want you to be in the cool zone. Does that make sense? So we've got to be we've got to be aloof is what you're saying. Yeah, we got to feel like we got to seem like we don't want to be here or don't care about this. All right. Into or it. we can pretend that we're famous. <laughs> oh, we are famous. Are you? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, we just met, but um, I don't know if we'd be famous in this part of the world, but um, we did. And then and Frank can hear this and he's dancing. And he's like, international fugitives, actually. <laughs> <laughs> infamous? Yeah, in, yeah, infamous. Yeah, I mean, you are probably known like some people would probably recognize you guys you did just topple a kingdom yep yeah, so your plan you guys are gonna act aloof uh and meanwhile frank and just is casually look for like the way up yeah, yeah okay so i think that you can see um sort of in the center is uh yeah stairs to the next layer of the coliseum but those stairs are guarded by several priests and priestesses that you can't see any weapons on them um but they're pretty burly looking. Uh, oh, uh, Tilda walks up and wants to uh, like parlay with them and like make them think that he's cool by making his pecs do an insane dance. <laughs> Perfect. They're huge. These pecs are enormous. Any the pecs guy alone should impress them. But then they're the dancing. Like I don't think you understand how big my pecs are. They're fucking giants. <laughs> 
The re- I don't work out any other part of my body. The rest of me is quite skinny, but just the pecs are way too big. All right. Well, let's roll for the dance and then we'll roll for the pec dance. All right. Um, uh, so, Jesse, you roll for your dancing. Okay. So, are you like dancing on a dance, like where other people are dancing or just like by yourself? I think with respect to the role, I'm dancing by myself. And not very well. I got a three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I'm going to tick Someone comes a- up and says, could you actually not do that? You're farming everyone out. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tick a clock. Uh, this party which- is a huge bummer and you are the biggest thing that's farming everyone out. Right? <laughs> is the clock for, for like um, peer pressure to, to drink the red cups? Yeah, the clock is you losing yourself to the party. Lose yourself to dance. (laughs) So, like, you are dancing. And that, if that happens, the podcast ends. So the stakes are. Yeah, and it literally, the podcast ends, and then we just finish with Daft Punk featuring Pharrell all the rest of the episode. And then we get sued. Yeah. And it's great. Okay. Yeah. I listened so you- to this one podcast that like played the Black Parade for the whole end sequence, though. So I, I don't know if that's. We don't have ads on our podcast, and we're not popular enough for anyone to give a shit. So we like we, nobody fucking has ever called us on it. Also, I think the fact that we're uh, we're on a. A podcast platform that Wes coded in PHP makes it very hard for like web crawlers to find the 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 podcast and check yeah, right. it for copyright infringement. I wondered, I legit wondered whether that was you're the on a bespoke, like undi- yeah. undiscoverable. Yeah, yeah, literally undiscoverable. That's what you want at a, in a podcast. Is that yeah. what the <laughs> people will not be able to find it. You're not making it for people to listen. Not even Google yeah. listens to our podcast. Okay, uh, so yeah, you're dancing real poorly, uh, and you are getting looks. One of the priests, one of the mollies, comes over and is like, "Those uh, those mathletes playing Jenga complain that you were making them f- feel uncomfortable with how weird your dancing was." So, <laughs> is that my um my consequence? I'm yeah. Like, so the I'm consequence is that. Uh, no, the consequence is I've ticked a clock. Um, right. You've got a four-segment clock that if that gets ticked, you lose yourself to the party. So I think you are like, you're feeling real uncomfortable having just been called out on your ba- bad dance moves and you're feeling a real pull to drink. Um, and just like wholeheartedly throw yourself into the party. Okay, so let's go to Tilda. And his pecs. All right, okay. roll me a d20, Tilda. Okay, should I describe how I do this before I yeah, roll? Yeah, please do. Okay, so I do like um, kind of like a Saturday Night Fever sort of dance uh, where like I actually do a dance like up to these centaurs that are guarding the door. <laughs> There's a lot of spins. I grab a hand. I open my jug of creatine powder, grab a handful of dry powder, and eat it. <laughs> uh, 
and it's dry. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm dancing up to these guys. Spins. I'm. I didn't. There wasn't a room on the profile uh, Mad Lib for this, but I'm wearing Adidas flip flops. Uh, so it's quite impressive that, that I am able to do all of these spins. And uh, the pecs that are swaying. <laughs> uh, and then as soon as I get to in front of them, I, uh, I I make my pecs do a dance that looks like the Charlie Chaplin potato dance. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. with the forks and the potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So I will roll. Oh, with your pecs. Like that. Yeah. 15. <laughs> okay, wow. it's a success. Yeah, well done. Group peck dancing. Yeah. So, and it gets faster and faster. And D- D- Sandstorm is playing. And it gets so fast. <laughs> I'd like to imagine and I'm able to they keep just it part. in time. They just yeah. part and don't, don't even turn. The pecks, yeah, they part and then light shines out <laughs> from between them. <laughs> and a couple more knives come like out. A, like a Tarantino film. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They've seen God. And the music seems to be speeding up in time with your peck dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your pecs are somehow controlling the music. Tilda sweating. <laughs> <laughs> and the priests and priestesses that are watching are sweating as well. And they applaud. And uh, one of them says, You've partied so hard that you can go to the next level. Guys, Mrs. Da- Mrs. Doubtfire's here. <laughs> I thought it was Mickey Mouse, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tilda runs back to these guys and he's like, guys, Mrs. Doubtfire said we could go up to the next level. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but let's let's go on up. Uh, so the three of you head to the next tier. Uh, two of you feeling good, one of you feeling real good, uh, and one of you feeling bit ashamed of himself so just regular feelings then <laughs> did you guys already talk about the second tier it was that one of the ones that you said no, what no it we was? spoke about no, third and fourth the third, third has a piano is, yeah. fourth is a um, battle, battle of the bands, bands. Battle of the marching bands. Battle of the marching bands. (laughs) I don't know why the vibe gets markedly worse at tier four. Well, it's because it's like, it gets, it's full circle. It's like, it gets really good and then it gets really bad. So maybe this is a really good. It was a tier gifted, like whoever the, whoever's at the top, it was gifted to his nephew. His nephew is in a marching band. And he runs it. Okay, so as you enter the second tier, you see a circle of people of all types uh, standing around. And in the middle of the circle are two people. Uh, And one, like, they seem to be acting hard. Can I make a suggestion that maybe the the glasses now are different on this level? So it's like, maybe it's champagne this time. Yep. And oh, they, like the drink, the drink changes. Yeah, the drink changes because red cups was like party, like yeah. high school party, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's the same liquid, but it is um in yeah like a champagne flute. Yeah, uh, and yeah, you see these two figures uh in the middle of a circle, uh, and they freeze in the middle of a sentence and point to someone in the crowd, uh, and a third person jumps in and takes over the scene. Oh, it's improv, right? It's- yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, we're at one of those parties. Oh, jeez. How did we somehow make our way into a much lamer party? <laughs> I, I retract my statement about it being champagne glasses. Maybe they're like uh, bottles, water bottles. 
Maybe this is seven levels of hell. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah, getting it's just worse. getting worse. Uh, <laughs> maybe we have turned into like walked into some sort of purgatory <laughs> system. Where... Yeah, maybe. So they are acting out a. Yeah, I think they're acting up out a like breakup of a, of a family. It's very dramatic. Um, it seems like the uh, grandmother of the family has been cheating. Uh, and whoa, okay. I guess uh, I guess we just push our way to the front and try and get picked and ushered through. That seems to be working so far. Yeah. Anyone I'm good at improv? Yeah, I think I um maybe I could be the the hero here. Do it. <laughs> All right. So I, as they are, uh, there's just been this dramatic reveal uh, where the uh, grandmother says, um, I was only cheating on you, Freddy, because a fate spinner made me do it. It was not my fault. Uh, And you get gestured to to jump in uh, in place of the grandmother, Frank. Just as Uh, an aside for Abdul, I don't know if we explained fate spinners, did we? Or not well. You did. You You guys are like... You're contracted by one of the gods that didn't kill themselves to... No, did. Did kill themselves. Did, oh, didn't. so... Oh, did. No, the, oh, okay. The god that you guys work for didn't kill himself or, or or give themselves up, but they are the god of fate, and you guys yeah. have to... Yes. We can influence uh, people's fate. Yeah. yeah. Influence people's fate. Yeah, like okay. chaotic. But, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. but we don't really know how to control at this point. Yeah. Oh, Cool. That's yeah. sick. That's so, so sometimes, cool. sometimes people accidentally die around us because we shake their hand or something. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, gotta be real careful with that. With great power, if we roll comes... bad. Uh, yeah. So the grandmother, the uh, young man playing grandmother, uh, points to Frank, uh, and you have to like jump in, pretending to be the grandmother. Uh, and the young man, sorry, the child playing Freddy. Uh, points to Tilda, and you're in the scene. Freddy, I, j- I just wish we could make up. Uh, if gra- Grandma, uh... <laughs> Is my name Grandma? Gra- aren't you gra- Are we doing the same scene? Tilda leans for it. He's like, we're doing the same scene, right? So you're yeah, the grandma, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Gra- grandma... Uh oh, you're not my grandma because you're I, you were cheating on me. Okay, yeah. Freddy. The crowd gasp. <gasps> uh, so you're okay. Look, gr- grandma. Uh, uh. So like, f- fuck, <laughs> shit. I I didn't do a lot of I I I spent most of my time that I could have done improv working on my pecs. If I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> He's like, just a second, and he he turns around and he eats another handful of creatine powder. <laughs> and slaps himself in the face. Yeah, it's like, come on, get it together. Improv is, improv is just saying stuff. It's just saying random things. Why can't you do this? Just do it. It's easy. God. Freddy, <laughs> yeah. I, wish, I wish you would stop doing that stuff with the white powder. He's like, I have to do this stuff. Irene, it's your name, Irene. <laughs> I have to. I have to do it. If I didn't, you wouldn't love me anymore because my pecs would be tiny. <laughs> my pecs would be so small. I would look like some kind of not, nah, like some kind of accountant or something. Fuck. 
My uh, pecs are huge, though. And in those pecs is love. <laughs> love for you, Irene. My pecs are full of love for you. <laughs> and a single tear goes down his peck. <laughs> yeah, he starts lactating. <laughs> oh, muscle milk. You see several people in the crowd, like, clutching their throats and their faces, like... Their throats? Yeah, you know how you do that? Like, when something's suggestive, you're like... (laughs) You don't do that, Abdul? (laughs) Maybe it's an Australian thing. (laughs) Oh, my gosh! I'm going to go for a bold move, and Hatchet's going to insert himself into the scene. Oh, nice. And be like, Irene, what are you doing with this man? Oh, this is my Freddy. I I mean, I thought you heard about him. I am a married woman. Yes, but we are we are passionate lovers now. You, and look at his ridiculous pecs. No, you just heard that thing about all the love in his pecs. I can't leave him now. But what about my gigantic real estate <laughs> empire? <laughs> I've suddenly decided I'm not into rent collectors. I, I, there's something naturally exploitative about your job that I just I can't bring myself to love you. But capitalism is the only system we've got. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tilda steps forward and grabs his giant pecs, and he goes, "You know what? I I see your capitalism, and I raise you muscle milk." And then he squeezes, <laughs> he squeezes both of his pecs and shoots. <laughs> Milk into both of Hatchet's eyes. <laughs> he actually only has one eye. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Wear into the one. <laughs> well, I like the idea that you shoot him into both because I think one of them links to the shadow plane, so it's all good. You're just like <laughs> shooting muscle milk into the shadow plane. Somewhere we might in the have shadow to plane. come and deal with that later. Just like six seasons later. Why, why is there muscle milk in here? <laughs> Uh, Hatchet um, only has ha- one eye, Hatchet- so that was the one of his eyes is. I do wear an eye patch. Shadowy flame. Hatchet breaks character, and he's like, he's like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> you did that actually for real. <laughs> and then, and then Tilda leans in. He's like, the best improv is real. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it stink so much? Why because I eat. I eat mostly uh, chili peppers, dude. <laughs> I eat mostly hot peppers. It's how my pecs got so big. I would not think that was a secret. Uh, I, uh, I'm not even going to make you guys roll. That uh, was just worth it. We just get at the table. Standing ovation. Yeah. People lose it. They're applauding. They're throwing items of clothing, like hats and other things. And the priest's usher you through to the next level. It's the centaur again. <laughs> oh, sick. So, something suspicious about the same guy pushing us through. Didn't he say that he would take care of our friend? Yeah. Are we being followed or chaperoned? Is Are you asking some- the centaur this? No, I'm, I'm talking, I'm conspiring with my... Okay. With, with Tilda and Frank. I'm like, something's going on here. Yeah, it's for sure weird that the same centaur keeps coming back to us. And that yeah, he has a goblin voice. It's also weird that we keep getting ushered forward when there's so many people at this party. Like it's yeah. it's a weird coincidence that we just kind of 
are breaking through all these levels. I, I don't know. We've got to do the job, but I feel uneasy. Jamie is beside you and says, maybe we just party harder than the rest of them. <laughs> where, where, where did you come from? They're lost and found. I, I found myself. <laughs> wow, you found yourself at Burning Man, Steve. Yeah, Burn. classic. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just just don't drink any more liquids, please. Until we get out, please. Uh, he has a champagne glass in his hand. Oh, it says, okay. Okay, roger that. And down to <laughs> what is Dude, the you got to like? stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is an intervention. <laughs> Your drinking is hurting us. You're saying all that, but he's passed out on the floor. <laughs> I'm just saying it at his body on the ground. But this time, instead of like saying a main party conversation, uh, you hear him doing space jumps. In his, you hear him doing space jumps, but he's on the ground. Yeah, like, you know, like improv game. space jump, the improv game. <laughs> oh, I. Oh. The the classic thing we all do space jumps yeah you know right what improv is space game jump? we've all been to uh, improv it's parties like improv and then when someone says space jump someone jumps basically into the, the game we just played like some oh okay all right yeah. um okay so you are ushered through to the next layer of the party uh does someone want to throw a party at me well it's, it's got the, the piano on the level yeah. so it's the jazz party uh, and I think this one has um coupe glasses instead of champagne which is like the original you know the little booby ones the the, if the you classic cocktail coupe, glass yeah the the coupe glass it's uh yeah, most cocktails get served in a coupe it's glass it's apparently um modeled after Mary Antoinette's breast was the that's why it's <laughs> and that's not me being like haha we're being dirty this this episode it's actually true Cool. Okay. I love we'll how we give Abdul up about the PG thirteen vibe, and then we're just and then we're just like, <laughs> hell yeah, boobies and pecs. And the, uh, I mean, this gym character is also the horniest wizard I've ever met. So, <laughs> uh, so but this is kind of Frank's thing is that he may sound horny, but he's the opposite. Here, okay. I'm, I'm I'm looking up this this cup. Yeah, coop. C o u p e. Oh yeah, this is very much like uh like the French vibe martini. Of like, yeah, jazz yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, so I think it's cocktails um and whiskey. There's a bar uh with a um a vampire behind the bar serving drinks. Cool. What was the what was the Manhattan cocktail we made up the other? Oh, yep, yep, yep. We did have that. Yep. Sure, there's that cocktail. I go on, no, go but it's a different one here because um, uh, what, oh, that yeah. one had um, that one had like local specific bourbon. So we do yeah. not need to spend another five minutes talking about cocktails. I think we do. <laughs> I think we do. This one can contain oh. muscle milk. Yeah. <laughs> we have a unique opportunity to do like a a brandy Alexander, but maybe it's called like a, a brandy it's a white Floridian Alexander. No, I'm vetoing more cocktail nice. talk. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, so people are kind of ambling around having conversation. Um, what else happens at a jazz party? I guess there's a pianist. Yep. And and I think joined by a band as well. Yeah. And every yeah. now and then the, the snare is just a bit too loud and some of the trumpet. So it's just like... And they're scatting. Sounds they're like a scatting. gunshot the yep. whole time. Uh, there's like ballroom dancing as well. But like okay. the quick kind, you know, when they're like throwing yeah, people like- around? Yeah, like... 
Oh, this went fast from like, dancing. Oh, I, I was thinking like off like slow swing and then the music just changed in my mind to fast swing. Now yeah. that you said yeah. that they were dancing fast. Oh, cool. Yep. It's like a real Great Gatsby vibe. Yeah. 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 And Baz Luhrmann is here. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Leonardo DiCaprio is holding a coupe out and going, here's to you, buddy. Leonardo and DiCaprio And fireworks is. going off in the background. That's the vampire behind the bar. <laughs> yeah. He's like, here's to yeah. you, buddy. This is your drink. Do um, Are the cocktails up here um, or like drinks? Are they all just the same drink as the thing downstairs? Like, yeah. Do you want to have the, one? No. Is this... I imagine it's like the um, the whatever the thing is they're giving everyone. They treat it more like an ingredient up here, and they like okay. shake it into cocktails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it like sense. feels like you're having something classy, but you you know it's still ecstasy at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ecstasy three ways. Yeah, the classiest of ecstasies. Ecstasy <laughs> with olives. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, what's so the plan here. What do we do? Yeah. What do oh, you want to do? On. There's dancing happening there's a band uh on a stage oh i think the only way for us to get up to the next level is to play in the band or like scat or perform yeah can is anyone a good lounge singer here tilda says (laughs) (laughs) at last yeah i I can't think of a frank you do it All right, so that's your play. You're just going to start singing? Yeah, I think we just, like, join the band in some way. Uh, does it look like there's empty spaces? Or... Sure. I'm just trying to figure yeah, out. why not? Is, is that really the way that we progress up? Are we just, we just... Well, what else would be I able mean, to... I it's been working like, so far ourselves. to just aggressively insert ourselves into the yeah. party. Yeah, t- uh, Tilda just walks up to the piano player and, like, pushes him out of the seat <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> move, move, dude. <laughs> Uh, the dude clatters onto the ground uh, and looks at you terrified of your pet. <laughs> it's like, I have a song. It, Tilda yells at the party. I have a song I want to pl- uh, sing. All the rest For of the girl- musicians come to a halt. Frank, yeah. Frank turns to the musicians and said, can you play D 12 bars? Uh, <laughs> please, four bars D and then we'll switch into up tempo. Uh, <laughs> okay, Go. Go. And then Frank Frank goes, this is a song about a girl I dream about sometimes. <laughs> a girl named Jeannie. She's my ex. And she's then from Ipanema. Yeah, she's from Ipanema. <laughs> and, and then uh, he starts playing the girl from Ipanema. Uh, and but then uh, he you see him as he as the music is playing, he unscrews the muscle milk or the creatine and then scoops it into his mouth and you realize he's playing with his pecs. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then he gestures to Frank to start singing. I don't know uh, what the girl from Eponema is. We're just singing whatever. Does that, does that have a... That's called the girl from Eponema. Yeah, yeah, but does that and have the theme song? To it? I dream yeah, it's like, I dream, I dream a genie. I dream. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. I'll definitely sing that. Sing whatever. We'll get it in post. Yeah. We're yeah, all waiting. There's no, there's no you words. You sing now. Now, I want to sing a, a different, some sort of... I, I'm, gonna I'm, learn. I'm scatting. I'm scatting into one of the microphones. Oh, great. All right, why don't you roll a dice for your singing? Okay. 
Do I have to roll for the piano player? Yeah, I guess so. And what is uh, Hatcher doing? Rolling? Hatcher's not contributed a lot to no, this party. So oh, you're scatting. Okay, Hatch yeah. Scatting. All right. Okay. Here's how we're going to do this. We'll do it as a... No, we'll just all do a roll and we'll see what happens. My secret superpower in this situation was knowing the girl from Ipanema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I do have a jazz song that I could sing a verse of for our... I got a seven. If we're doing an at the table. Yes. Sure. Go. Do it. Do okay. it. It's called Masquerade. I don't know if you know the song. Yeah, just no? do a little bit, obviously. It's just a verse. It's all right. Yeah. Do the whole thing. <laughs> and it works better with music behind it, but let's just imagine. It's like a... Are we really happy here in this lonely game we play? Looking for words to say. Searching but not finding but that is anyway. We're lost in a masquerade. Deep, deep. Some sort of like crazy trumpet goes out and Frank's like, oh my God. And then we get scared off stage and he can't do anymore. And oh, then, we, uh, yeah, I'm inserting just the word genie at opportune <laughs> moments. <laughs> so it makes it seem like the song is about genie. Uh, yeah, okay. You could do genie. Frank Sinatra as Frank. Oh, oh totally. Okay. It's right there yep. in front of you. Yep. It was. Fly me to the moon. That's, yep. just, yeah. I actually know that song. Oh, my God. It's right Too there. late. Too late. Pretty, but the what you did was really good. <laughs> Well, that's a. I used to be in a jazz band when my principal had me in a jazz band. I was like 15. I was the drummer, though. So, <laughs> your so principal awesome. recruited you into his jazz band? Yeah, that's he was, he was like insane. a level five pianist and he like was so good. It was amazing. We had a great Wait. time. So, there was a jazz band somewhere in Australia. That had a 15-year-old vocalist? Um, drummer. I was the drummer. Uh, you were the drummer. Still he was the vocalist. Fucking insane. Can we go back to the fact that we, we just treated penis like there was some sort of fantasy class? It's like, he was a level no. five penis. They do level have levels. <laughs> they do have levels, John. He'd gotten so much XP. I don't know where he'd been grinding, but dude, he was level five. Uh, there's there's multi-class he could do trumpet i'm pretty sure they go up to like seven levels john or eight maybe i can't remember but like three is like relatively skilled there is an actual level that's a level cap level cap is eight Uh, i'm waiting for the expansion pack (laughs) waiting for the next 25 keys okay level 20 cleric pianist (laughs) (laughs) when are they gonna patch pianos (laughs) i'm not gonna make you guys roll uh because jesse just sung on the podcast so that I got a f- seems fair to me. Fourteen, <laughs> and <laughs> Abdul got fourteen. So I got seven. So oh well. Oh, should like I roll anyway? For rolling. Just like to to measure the six. Oh, I got a I got a twenty. I crit my my Holy okay. shit, guys! It must have been that good. All right, so you guys are definitely going through uh, because great rolls, but there is going to be consequence for Hatchet. Uh, so let's talk tough choices because that's what you rolled. 
We can go back to the not rolling part. No, <laughs> no, you guys all rolled. We're on this now. Um, yeah. So your consequence is you can either have a tick in the clock of um, lose yourself, you again. losing yourself to the party, or we will have a three check clock um, for getting kicked out of the party. Whoa. And Whoa. a tick in that. Um, I'll take the tick on the losing myself. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so you- How many pie pieces are left on that? Uh, uh, two. And two. three pieces left on the kicked out party bun. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, is it a collective losing yourself to the party? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was like an- if we. we oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was one. individual too, actually. Nah, it's going to be collective because that's more interesting now. It was individual yeah. and then uh, you guys suggested I'll, I'll it as a collective. The, I'll take the getting kicked out of the party. Okay, cool. Yeah, you are all ushered through to the next layer. Uh, and in fact, because of the triumph, you're going to skip the band layer. The, oh, s- oh, sick. Yeah, they didn't the, want us to participate in marching band. Yeah, they, no, I, I like that they, they like, some guy comes up and he's like, I just heard these guys downstairs, and uh, you don't want them in your battle of the bands. Like they're not going to make they're not going to make uh, Kevin look good. Kevin is the nephew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ke- Kevin, Kevin will Kevin's be looking like this if I, if we let them perform. So you get taken uh, to what is, I think, the sort of layer before the VIP layer. Okay, uh, and this layer it goes hard. Uh, so there's the hardest layer of it. Hard style music. Do you think like, <laughs> yeah, no, I think like you're feeling the beat in your body uh, and there's people dancing. There is uh, people drinking copious amounts. You spot Jamie at a table uh, across the room doing shots. Just imagine that Frank has just like kind of started dancing away and he's not like chatting to you guys in the general vicinity for a moment. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Um, yeah. So there's lots of dancing happening. There's a DJ at a DJ booth, uh, which I don't know what that means in this world, but it's that. I, I think on this level, I think on this level, instead of drinking whatever the substance is, they just snort it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, a powder form on this level. Yeah, totally. And Tilda looks around. And he's like, "God, it's like a Fort Lauderdale Sunday here." <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's like Sunday afternoon in the park at Fort Lauderdale, and he's like squinting and like shielding his eyes because there's like like those like laser disco balls going everywhere. He's like, "Fuck, this the is intense." <laughs> There's no normal light source. It's all like lasers. Or- the laser disco <laughs> yeah. balls are like gleaming off of people's like oiled bodies. Oh, yeah, totally. There's so many lasers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's more lasers than people. Uh, so Frank just you- dances back into frame. Um, this party's wild, guys. With your experience of Fort Lauderdale parties then, uh, what would be... What would success look like in this environment? All right. <laughs> I, I, uh, Tilda goes, I was born for this. And he puts on 
a pair of aviator sunglasses, and then over top of those, he puts on a pair of like the Sean White brand Oakleys, and he's and he's like. Uh, all right, boys. The only way to win a Fort Lauderdale party is to beat up the DJ. Because <laughs> <laughs> the party's gonna keep going as long as he is still he's doing that 140 to 170 BPM random like house trance bullshit. So you beat up the DJ or kill him. Uh, you feed him to an alligator, and then the party stops, and you are free to leave. Everyone here is a hostage to that beat, guys. At the DJ booth, you see a figure uh, wearing somewhat similar outfit to you, but with like light up, like those bands, uh, what the like glow in the dark bands, glow sticks. Uh, glow sticks. Yeah, right. covered in glow sticks. Uh, and it is the oldest woman you've ever set your eyes upon. <laughs> yeah, well, she's she's and wearing then, she's wearing those like white Kanye West glasses. Yes, exactly. Oh yeah. yeah, totally. Uh, and uh, I go, those glow sticks are magic amulets. Each of them contains a spell of like protection or containment. So be careful if she uses them. Also, she's on. PCP for sure. <laughs> Every now and again, you see someone like lean into the DJ booth, uh, and she uh, pulls out a walking stick and smacks them across the face. Whoa! Like they get, like they're trying to come at her. No, they're trying to put up a request, and she's just like, oh. "I hate requests." Yeah, totally. All right. Um, are you sure about this? Like, I'm happy to go in hot and. Like I, no, ha- I dude, have this like flying can- <laughs> knee thing that I do that I could like, I could catch her off guard. Yeah, no, yeah. Flying knee. Yeah, I think that that is the best. I, uh, the best. That's the best move because, as everyone in Fort Lauderdale knows, uh, the only weakness of elderly women is a flying knee move. <laughs> 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 that's their only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent coincidence. Um, Hatches in. He's like, all right. right, Hold my badger. And he runs in, (laughs) runs towards the DJ booth and leaps over the decks and flying means the DJ in the face. All right. Roll me a dice. I'm going to, I'm going to say this is a wild attack. Okay. I like to imagine that's like the two speakers, each side of the DJ booth. And he's kicked off one speaker and like kind of need past. Whoa. I just imagine he's just barged side. through the crowd and then and then like leapt and bounced off somebody's head. Like, <laughs> someone's shot. Someone's given him a boost. It's like yeah, Jet yeah, Li, <laughs> like yeah. running across people's shoulders. Um, I rolled an eighteen. Oh, holy okay. shit! So your knee connects with this old lady's head. That's <laughs> <laughs> you guys. <laughs> And you look back at Tilda in slow motion and he's going, it's fine. (laughs) And and then I go, she's racist. (laughs) (laughs) All Fort Lauderdale DJs are racist. (laughs) She goes down in a clatter of glow sticks, like a cloud erupts from her of glow sticks. Uh, And the music screeches to a halt. Uh, and everyone 
turns towards Hatchet standing in the DJ booth. And then I, you hear Tilda go, quick, feed her corpse to an alligator or she'll come back to life. The hatchet gets on the mic. Is there an alligator nearby? Uh, and someone from the crowd calls out, DJ, play the hits. I put on Gangnam Style by Psy. Oh, right. Because as we all know, the Eternal Party started in 2012. So to them, that's still an absolute banger. <laughs> so Gangnam Style by Psy starts going. Whoop, 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 whoop. It's like, <laughs> that's actually how it goes. It's like. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah, yeah. The one thing about me is that I do really good Gangnam Style impersonation, yeah. but only the musical parts. I can do the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. A match made yeah. in heaven. Oh, Nejun in Tosaro, Inga Jogin Yoja, Kopi Anjana, Yoyor Anna, Pumyok in Yoja. You actually know the words. Is that real? It's I don't speak pro- Korean. Pro- it's probably not exactly, but it's pretty close. <laughs> I know that he says Yoja, so I was pretty convinced. Amazing. That was a, an incredible pull. I'm floored by that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you guys are ushered through uh, into the VIP That section. worked? That actually worked? Oh, yeah. Yeah, kill yeah, the DJ. He, he, he had it Love right. It. Yeah. Well, she's not dead. She's just having a snooze. She yeah. looks like she might be dead. Until the calls over his shoulder, someone feed her to an alligator. She'll come back to life. <laughs> guys, this is only my second confirmed kill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't think it is, but <laughs> you guys are ushered through into the VIP section. What does the VIP section look like? Someone else. Wait, is this floor six now? Yeah. Right. So we are doing seven levels or is this the one? If we're playing into the fact that like these parties are like parties that are bad, is that is that kind of the vibe? Because all the parties- It seems like it. Like, They're all kind yeah. of like, they've got a bad side. Yeah. Then it, it's got to be like a bad, you know, like a nightclub VIP section. It's yeah. just- like it's just Bottle sticky service. and like at one point it might have been classy, but it, yeah. Actually, I know this from personal experience uh, working in ones where like- <laughs> All the VIP uh, sections this, I attend. Not yeah. the VIP section, but just in general in clubs. But like there's this point where there's just like it's fun and then there's too many people and it becomes fun dangerous. And like oh. the dangerous line starts to like creep up and the fun goes down. Oh. And so every, every there's just meter- like- I was going to say, like, every woman who enters the door, there's a dude that's like, hey, how you doing? And then, like, on the other side of things, like, there's guys at the bar, like, leaning and, like, pushing people over as they're trying to get their drinks and stuff. There's piss everywhere. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classic at the clubs, of course. There's nearly nearly every second section is, like, cordoned off because everyone wants to feel slightly more important than somebody else. Right. So oh, like, yeah. There's, yeah, like, it's sections bu- It's like a, a bunch of turtles. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's like a turtle shell. Like it's shit. an Ouroboros of, of uh, cordoned off sections. There's yeah. a guy with a crossbow. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while someone gets shot. I grew up in Hamilton, Ontario. It's not a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> One, t- one time in my high school, a kid brought a grenade to school. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he got expelled. But luckily, the grenade was empty. But he grabbed it off a pile of grenades he found. Oh, what? 
<laughs> I just got it off my dad's grenade pile. Don't worry. You guys are too close and to America, only took I one? think. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's really like um, telling of what he was expecting to that's happen. That's a lot of like, restraint to see a pile of grenades and be like, I won't be greedy. I'll just take, I'll just one, take one. A very restrained individual, clearly. Dad won't notice one missing. <laughs> yes, that's right. One fragmentation grade. grade. So, you see a few things of note. Uh, at one of the booths, you see a, like bright beaming blue man uh, and he is portly uh, he is dressed in a red and white outfit big white beard uh, and he, yeah he's like translucent blue uh, lighting Dr. up Man, Dr. Man Fatten <laughs> <laughs> he is large and he is the most beautiful man you've ever set eyes upon okay He's also he's not, not really moving. He's just like sitting there uh, and occasionally. Yeah, no, I think he's just sitting there, just like staring. And there's like priests all around him uh, going oh. to and fro. Uh, you also, I think that there is a wall of this layer that is um, like a one way mirror and can see into all the other layers. So Whoa. the people in the VIP room are kind of like watching the other parties. Whoa! Oh, that's, it it kind of reminds me of uh, what's that? That um, the train one? Actually, now thinking oh, of it, is also like a piercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer, and they can kind of see what's going on in the other mm. ones. Yeah, it's yeah, just with that's... Tilda Swinton. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> this is the reveal, isn't it? Yeah. Also, see uh, the other thing of note. Uh, so there's a bunch of booths. Keanu Reeves is here. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Uh, <laughs> Is sharp. That's the person with the crossbow. He's <laughs> <laughs> killing people. <laughs> uh, but you also see there's a bunch of booths where it looks like people are betting on stuff that is happening in the other layers. I was oh, just thinking shit. of Keanu Reeves like, you're breathtaking. Ka-doosh. You're breathtaking. Uh, and you see in one of the booths placing bets, Jamie. Whoa, dude. Do we see Benny yet, our brother? No. Why would we're you see your brother Raph. here? We're getting I Raph. We were... Who? Not oh, we're getting brother. Jamie's brother. Estelle's brother. Oh, yeah. Estella's brother. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought we were getting our brother. I thought that was the whole point. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we, we really did kind of lose track of the fact that we were looking for somebody, didn't we? I'm sorry. I'm kind of losing myself to the party a little bit here. Maybe like halfway. Kind of metaphorically lost ourselves to the party in some yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. I'm about halfway losing myself. I yeah. guess we start asking around for Raph. I mean, there's mirrors here, so maybe we can see if anyone's seen him. Ooh, yeah. Um, so I guess we go and find the closest mirror. Look, like, look for somebody who looks like they've been setting up camp for a while. And um, start describing Raph to them. Yeah, I think rather than describing him, I think we play it like like we're just like, oh, you seen this idiot? Like he's just dancing around. He doesn't know what he's doing. And and try and like get some description from them. Because I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but maybe they don't drink at the top level. Ooh. Maybe they are just observing. I like that. That's cool. Well, they do drink, but they drink, you know, they don't drink the same. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. yeah they, don't, they don't drink that, but maybe they're in that, like up the top is closer to the presence of the actual body of the God. 
And so they're yeah, right. more just like drunk on the fumes type thing. Yeah. I was and so they prefer that... to see the parties rather than actually. Well, because like fun. obviously you'd know what well, Hatchet and Frank would know because they've come into contact with the god before um, that that blue figure is obviously Hula. Uh, oh, oh that is the god? Yeah, that, that's the god. I thought the gods were dead. Yeah, they are. So uh, you are in the heart of the god at the moment. That's the VIP area is the heart right. of the god. And so there is like a representation. Um, and everyone else can see that? Yeah, can but see it, okay. he's not sentient. Like he doesn't seem to be moving. He's just kind of sitting there like blinking and breathing, but not doing anything beyond that. Wow, it's so sad. He can't even party anymore. <laughs> It's the true, that's the, that's his like ironic punishment. That's the opening line to every Fort Lauderdale eulogy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad he can't party anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's attending the big party in the sky. (laughs) (laughs) Big ups, brother. Yeah, so you're approaching someone who looks like they've been there a while was the plan. I had I had an idea like a world building thing because like this this whole like tower is like basically an anachronism like where it's like every instance of this party that's ever existed through time yeah. is happening in the same like time space mm. maybe like the god himself like the representation of the god is a singularity like his like external shell is essentially like the event horizon of a black hole. <laughs> oh which is why it's like time and space is so fucked up here. Yeah. yeah. Might be kind of cool. No, I, yeah, I like the idea that maybe most of the gods have that sort of weird thing going on with them. Cause it's the same thing happened to the university. Um, yeah. If, I mean, Abdul wouldn't know that, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of what happened cool. to the university. So yeah. Cool. The well, yeah, the university was like. that someone had tried to bring the goddess back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So like this it, one is screwed technically up time. in sense alive. Well, actually, I think that, yeah, I think that you are seeing a similar effect happening with this god as with the goddess Sereni, like who you knew people were trying to bring Sereni back to life. And that was why that like time vortex thing was happening. But you see that the same thing is happening here. Hmm. Uh, And you see, yeah, priests going to and fro with this god. Maybe the substance they're feeding everyone is like, somehow like makes the gives their energy to the the god oh well that's shit. Right. yeah i thought that's the whole point yeah i thought that's maybe cool. like they're drawing people to the party in order to like and then he's getting more powerful yeah, yeah. and Whoa. then also the other thing is that maybe he experiences their experiences in the thing so that he doesn't that's why he's sitting still because he's actually in his mind experiencing what that some of them are experiencing Sick. he's just kind of jumping around experiencing what they're doing so are two plans kind of rattling around for me. We could go talk to someone, try and find Raph. We could just try and shut down the party entirely. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that would mean for the universe, but we could try well, and kill a god again. You know, we've never really cared about the cosmic, you know, implications of our actions. So why don't we just kill the Maybe god? that's the backup plan. I mean, no, I like it as the first plan. Yeah, so yeah. Why don't we just do it? Until the until it holds up his uh, his jug of creatine powder is like creatine is actually like the opposite of whatever a singularity is. So <laughs> <laughs> we just insert the the powder. Yeah, 
if we get this creatine powder into him, it might nullify the black hole inside of him. <laughs> well, it, it does help you to create mass, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great point, Frank. <laughs> All right, is that what you're trying? Um, sure. Why not? I, Why don't I, we get maybe, a fate spinner to do it? So just a, just like a thought. I, maybe we track down Raph first so that we can get away with him in the <laughs> chaos of whatever happens when we do this. I'm fully yeah. down. Like, but That's okay. a good idea. Let's, that sounds great. Do you think Raph would be up here or do you think he'd be on another level down? With the riffraff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. So I knew it was bad when I said it. You are approaching a person who looks like they've been there a while that might know something. And then you're going to go yeah. and try and kill the god. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think we're approaching with like... We want to try and find Raph about and, the party. Then, and then we're ready to like shut the whole thing down. Okay. Yeah, and we're pretending to be cynical about the party because I think if we go up and ask in earnest whether they've seen our friend, they would just be like, shut up, idiot. So a, a party. tall, well-muscled man with uh, shoulder-length black hair who is fiddling with a crossbow at the edge <laughs> of the bar uh, glances nonchalantly in your direction and kind of like nods at you and then continues to look out the window. Dude, Keanu Reeves just gave me the nod. <laughs> Hey, that either um, means he likes you or he's about to kill you. <laughs> hey, crossbow man, what's your name? They call me Reeves. <laughs> okay, Reeves. <laughs> um, so we, we, we're just waltzing this party, hanging out, you know, vibing, being cool and stuff. Um, and classic, we, classic. We notice there's a lot of dweebs here, you know, some, some real nerds. And um, we're just wondering if you've seen this particular dweeb, you know. I didn't actually get a description Raph. of what he looks like. I I don't see I don't see any dweebs. I see a sea of beautiful, breathtaking individuals. <laughs> all doing their best. What's the crossbow situation? What how can we shoot them? It's for fun. It's <laughs> 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 it so shoots Keanu syringes of heroin. Sadistic, loving person. It's some people's thing to kill indiscriminately. I, I don't. I don't discriminate. Look, Reeves. Uh, we're looking for someone. You seem like the the sort of person who knows how to find someone. So we're looking for someone called Raph. What does this Raph look like? I provide an accurate description of Raph's <laughs> physical qualities. Uh, he's 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 uh, very tall and very very skinny, like surprisingly like bony skinny. Um, and he's got um really long robes on as well. No, as his friend. <laughs> That's the other guy that was no no. But so that guy's blue robes. This guy's red robes. So are you like, okay? So Jamie and Raph are brothers. Okay, are they actually? Yeah. No. Did you say that? No? No. Oh. Okay. It's it's Estella's brother. Yeah. So we'll, I don't think we got a description, but... No, you didn't. But Jamie has nothing to do with them. He's just another person on the job and a weird, weird wizard. So, yeah, you describe Raph to Reeves uh, and Reeves nods towards the band level. Uh, and you see the four marching bands like marching around each other 
uh, playing music loudly. Just not even in sync, just playing all their own songs. <laughs> and at the front of one of those marching bands is a tall, gangly man in red robes. He's 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 doing the drum line thing. Like he's playing the drums like shit. Sorry, he's playing That's the perfect. drums like crazy. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like jingling like a pair of keys or like yeah. A, like I'm a, gonna a, get a the cat dog out of here. the room. <laughs> perfect. All right. Yeah. So you've been told where Raph is. Okay. I I mean, what are the odds that it's the one level that we skipped by? Um, pretty high, actually, if we were looking out for him. I'd imagine I'll, be- I'll be honest, Frank, we were not looking out for him. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't remember getting the description until I said it just then. Tilda's like, from a narrative perspective, it kind of makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> so wise, Tilda. Uh, so is, is that is that kind of the vibe? Do we do we kill this guy and make our way down? Hush the vibe majorly and then just kind of get him on the way up. Yeah, I think so. Let me check in. Your plan is to go and kill the god. Yep. Um, do you have a plan on how you are doing that? One of the fate spinners Give him is going some to um, put okay. some creatine in him. But I think as well, maybe it's me. I'll, I'll cast my ability that is the big negative uh, effect. Okay. Fate All spin right. thing. So... We haven't then, used a single ability yet. If you'd like and to then, explain what that is to Abdul or the oh, rest yeah, of the audience please. as well. Yeah. I don't think I've used this ability at all. No, you yeah. haven't. All right. So your plan is you're going to go kill the god, shut down the party, get Raph, get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense to me because it's like um, like if we kill the god of like revelry, basically everyone is released from this eternal party because it yeah. is kind of... It is basically a Fort Lauderdale, uh, like, and, and it seems like hell. Yeah. Like it seems like yeah. people are, are here under duress. Like, yeah. yeah, they don't want to keep stay here. They're feeding the will of this like eternal party god. So if we kill him, I think everyone can leave the party, uh, and then in the resulting pandemonium, we can grab this guy and then leave. Esmeralda's yeah. brother. What is it? Estella. Estella. Stella's brother. I did not get a lot of details when I was given this job. And if I was given them, I was not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of our vibe. Like, I, I think, Tilda, we, we really are, are vibing on this one because just going in and smashing and grabbing is kind of kind of the whole credo. credo? I love it. Love a smash and grab. <laughs> uh, Jamie nods. Yes, let's do it. Let's kill the god. Wait, where did you come from, Jamie? Been here the whole time. Okay, uh, go have a drink. Shot. Yeah. Uh, actually, I mean, he snorts, right? <laughs> On this level, they snort? No, but oh, he's brought some with him. One. Yeah, he's... Oh, okay. He's got a little baggy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the bag of... Cre- bag? B- box? Container? Jug. Jug. It was a jug. Jug of creatine? Oh, it was a jug. It was like yeah. a huge jug of creatine. Yeah, I'm going to take the jug of creatine and... Um, yeah, Tilda hands it to you. Head it's over to heavy. the... Oh, yeah. Um, Frank holds it with both arms and head over to the blue man, the blue Santa. It's still got the, like, sharpened scoop in it, too. <laughs> yeah, that's a backup, dude. Yeah, internal bleeding. So you're approaching the uh, god and there's, yeah, a bunch of priests and priestesses near you and they're 
watching you closely as you approach the god. I come with my head bowed reverently, <laughs> like I'm coming to bring him a gift. You occasionally catch the muttering of the voice of the god, and Whoa. it sounds like, oh, oh, oh. Whoa. <laughs> oh, it is Santa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to kill Santa. So I'm going to place... Um, I assume he's like ethereal in some sense. Like he's not really truly physical. So maybe I just put it through him because he's sitting down, right? Are I we put- sure this isn't like a Tim Allen situation where if you kill Santa, you have to be Santa? Oh, uh, Just maybe- like the plot of home improvement. <laughs> 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 Um, uh, yeah, yep. if that's the case, maybe we make uh, Tilda become the new Santa. Uh, it looks like he's physical. Like you, okay. You've seen priests touch him. Uh, okay. Um, well, maybe I'll. Like <laughs> yeah. Sitting in it. I said that and didn't love that. I said that. He's by that. PG thirteen guys. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna put it in his lap. <laughs> okay. Are you put it in him? Yeah, and then and then maybe I'm gonna like shun. I'm like, just imagining him like his him, skin like, like a as bit a body. of a membrane. You've got like so oh, okay. you're touching. You're like tipping the creatine powder on him. Yeah, in sure. his lap. On is his what lap. you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Here, here you go. So you've and- got the fate shift power, which I gather is what you're doing. Yes, uh, which actually, it's costs kind of a guy's six of your points. Uh-huh. So most well, of them. Uh, yeah. And it says, roll touching someone, you intentionally engage your fate spinner powers to dramatically shift their fate. Declare what direction you're trying to shift their fate, either negatively or positively, and then roll a d20. So, oh. what way? So, I roll uh, negatively for sure. I wanted to, to like, super die. Okay. Sick. Um, I rolled a 16. Okay, yeah, cool. So, as... I was really worried that would be the, like, the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I crit singing and then just, like, get a one for trying to kill a god. <laughs> yep. Okay, so you pour the creatine powder into the god's lap uh, roll, engaging your fate powers. And uh, you feel the shift. Like, you feel something go out of you and you feel a shift. You feel, like, the threads of fate that tie the god to this plane a seven and Whoa. in an instant Shit. the god's body is gone Whoa. All right, so the creatine powder is just sitting there like a pile the creatine powder falls to the grass because the coliseum oh. is gone oh Shit. we instantly I yep. thought it was like going to be like a the the stacks kind of like do, 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 do. no you find yourself standing uh, in a field there's still a, a, a rude desert. sandstorm. Uh, well, no, this is like a patch of grass. I don't know why. Yeah. Don't ask me. Desert oasis. Uh, yeah, sure. It's an oasis. <laughs> it's a patch of grass in the desert. Uh, there is a sandstorm. Someone's playing Wonderwall. Still, still happening. But <laughs> there is people looking around confused, like they've just woken from a dream. You see an old lady on the ground still not moving, covered in glow sticks. Until the until the point center and it's like someone <laughs> fucking 
feed that lady to an alligator or she will come back to life. I swear to God. I've seen this happen a million times in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> the glow sticks are resurrection bands. The blue ones. So she'll come back to life. <laughs> Wait, aren't you a doctor? Didn't, yeah. didn't we say something about your muscle milk being like... Yeah. Dude, I'm not bringing a racist old lady back. Oh to yeah, life. I forgot she was racist. <laughs> did I'm we sorry. give him the legendary ability? Can he return her to a baby? Uh, oh, no, we shit. did not. But if Let's I, the baby I DK, would do DK. that if I could do that, because then she could just start again and not be racist. I think he has a bunch of necromancy abilities. <laughs> but anyway. solved racism, guys. Just turn everyone back to babies, <laughs> and they turn have everyone the chance back to, to do their life raise again. them right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, you are in a field full of people uh, that are, like, waking up. You see Raph having come to his senses. He puts down the drum uh, and, like... And he picks up the trumpet and he's like, why was I even playing the drums? I'm a trumpet player. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and everyone sort of begins to trail back from wherever they came. And the three of you soon find yourselves uh, in a quickly thinning crowd. Uh, and then not long after that, you find yourself standing alone other than in the body of the old lady. Uh, what about Raph? Did we get Raph? I feel like we would have secured him, <laughs> like locked him down. Uh, yeah, okay. Maybe you grabbed Raph. We're getting paid for this one. And Jamie's there, right? Uh, no, you don't know where Jamie's gone, actually. What the fuck uh, is going on with this dude? I'd not trust Jamie. <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. Is he the final boss? <laughs> I don't want a meta game, but uh, yeah. So we've got Raf. You've got Raf. Uh, I think you guys probably head back to the city and you get paid, and that's where we end with you and guys having crashed the Eternal Party. Oh, sick! Literally, uh, Tilda. What Tilda's got? He's got another job in another city. He's got to go to. Uh, so after he gets paid, he kind of has one what's, last conversation. With what's you the guys. name of the city that you're going to? You uh, Chicago. Uh, we actually we have, have one of those. We have a Chicago. Okay, I'm going to Chicago. Uh, it's Chicago. Chicago. Glow. Glow. It's yeah. Got an L. Yeah. Chicago. Uh, yeah, I got a. There's another uh, contract waiting for me. Um. There's some DJ. There's some old lady DJ that they want me to kill. Uh, I'm the kind of only good at that. I you like the dancing of old of lady racist, old lady DJs. old lady DJs. There's you get a lot of training killing racist old lady DJs uh, in Fort Lauderdale, and I'm kind of the best person at it now. Anyway, I'm going to do that. I well, just wanted you. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to, to bump into you in this uh, sort of I mean, weird if way. you ever need help with, uh, with the elderly DJs, you've seen my flying knee move. So, you know, you know I'm good for it. You know my bona fides. I ever need help with like blue Santas uh, or like any gods that seem to pop up every now and then? Feel free. I, I'll kill one if you want. Yeah. You know what? And he he leans forward and touches uh, uh, Frank 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 that's Frank me. Frank on the shoulder and he's like, honestly, it was it was an honor to work with you and to watch you kill Santa Claus <laughs> as 
as uh, it's every Muslim boy's dream to kiss the Emperor. And the prevailing religion in Fort Lauderdale is Islam. <laughs> I was like, Frank's like doing the math in his head right now, like looking around, like, wait, Muslim Frank Fort Lauderdale. He's like, anyway, I'll see you. I'll see you around. And then he gives you like a little salute and a wink, and he goes, "Brothers," and then he disappears. <laughs> Uh, and you don't know what he was implying <laughs> it disappears in a cloud of creatine powder yeah <laughs> and muscle milk is yeah. left behind some sprinkles of yeah. muscle milk there, there's a little cup of muscle milk where he was standing <laughs> and some cookies next to it creatine yeah. cookies and one, and one set of footprints in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> one set of footprints in the creatine powder that's on the ground. Yeah. Um, can we can we keep the muscle milk? Can we have a, another in later seasons be able to use it? Because I'd love to be able to. You, keep as in, you milk. want the item? Yeah, yeah. Frank's gonna go. And okay. Pick up the cup yeah, of I guess he milk. can have a cup of muscle milk. I don't want to alarm you, but milk <laughs> expires. Add it to your inventory. Well, it might be a cup of milk, or it might be a cup of cheese. Do or you yogurt? still have your magic sponge? You could. I do. I could keep it safe in the yeah. magic sponge. Anyways, this is everybody been... knows that magic sponge is a, a fridge safe, <laughs> antimicrobial. Yeah, I'm gonna wrap us. So this has been Roll for Friendship, a podcast about friendship and sometimes dragons. Uh, thanks to Abdul Aziz for coming and hanging out with us. It was so fun having you with us. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and if you want to hear more of Abdul, you should totally check out Spout Law. Uh, it is a fantastic podcast that we are all fans of. I was going to say, if anyone's listening to this, I'm sure they've heard or at least seen or anything of Spout Law. So yeah, probably. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun. It's a fun time. You guys should come hang out uh, at Spout Law. Uh, <laughs> it's and it's spelled Spout Law. S P O U T L O R E. A lot of people. There's a lot of ways to hear that wrong. Oh, <laughs> so, because, yeah. because Sprout Lore, Sprite Lore. Uh, <laughs> lore Sprite Lore is a different show. Oh, I thought it was because yeah. of the Canadian thing. Yeah, um, American also, audience, right? Like Spout, Spout Lore? Spute Lore. Yeah, maybe maybe there's like something wrong with their accents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with any accent, actually. That's Everybody grows up has one. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, yes. It's um, and it's it, this was a lot of fun too. Thank you so yeah, much for having me. Thank you me. so much for uh, coming. Thanks for coming. It's awesome.